All right, uh, welcome to the uh, Eric J. The Great podcast show. We got a, a special guest on the show today, uh, hip hop recording artist T.A. Diamond. How you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, uh, for everybody that um, that probably never heard of music before, I'm gonna. Play. I guess the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I guess the Wi-Fi got to acting up over there. Oh no. Oh, uh, for everybody, everybody that. Um, that never heard her music. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna play one of your songs real quick for a little bit, and then we get into the question. Okay, okay. Make sure I stream that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you playing my one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. I'm from the south where you don't make it out. Niggas been drilling this shit ain't for clout. Tennessee Street got my name in their mouth. They know my big girl. 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 Because I popped, I downloaded the other song a, a couple days ago, and then I uh, looked at that. I was like, oh, that's new. I just popped up. Yeah, that was one of the ones that just that I just dropped last night. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it out. Everybody was like, just put it out. <laughs> you know, shoot the video later on. Just put it out because it's hard. And I was like, all right, I don't want to just put out everything good that I got right now. So, yeah, pop my shit had to come out, though, I guess. It had to come out. Right, it's good. It's a uh, surprise in there once in a while. So yeah, like, it's different because ain't nobody expecting that. You know, ain't nobody expecting that. <laughs> right. So uh, we'll we'll start from the beginning, get your whole story, and then we get into like uh, what you got going on right now. So like, uh, tell the people where you're from. How old are you? Okay, I'm from Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, that's where I was born and raised. I moved out to Texas like four years ago. You know what I'm saying? Been doing music forever, but you know, got a part, got became a part of the culture and everybody welcomed me, you know what I'm saying? And it just recently I just started putting music out. I'm 26, you know what I'm saying? People was like, man, why you ain't, you know, why you ain't putting music out? And Oklahoma, where I'm from, you know, it's really small. So everybody doing their own thing, you know, so it's not a lot of resources. So, you know, moving somewhere like Texas, where it's a lot of resources, and then you got people that's really big on music, uh, that's pushing you to do music and stuff like that. That's how I even was like, okay, you know, I'm, te- I'm, I'm Lawton made, you know what I'm saying? But I'm Texas bred. That's why I said bred out of Texas, because this is where I'm, you know, becoming into myself. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So uh, when you think of the uh, city where you're from, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear uh, Lawton? I don't want to go back. You know what I'm saying? I don't been through, I don't been through, and it's, it's nothing against the city, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody, you know, when we, when we become adults, we learn, you know what I'm saying? That everybody has their own thing going on. And it's different when, 
you know, you, you might not want to see people, especially in our community, we not, we wasn't programmed to, to be happy for other people's success and things like that. So I already knew who I was going to be and who I'm trying to be. So I just felt like at times, you know, I didn't get the support that I wanted, but it's nothing against the city because if I get on, it's a lot of talent there. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of talent. So even though I don't feel like it's a place for me to just be there because I feel like it's going to be like over your shoulder 24-7, but it's, a, it's, it's some people there that I fuck with. You know, my cousin 1K Kel, shout out to him. Um, my nigga Gennaro, you know what I'm saying? He live out here, but we all from there. We talented, so it don't matter where you at, it's where you finish. So, yeah, I ain't going back too, too much, though. And if I am back, I'm not going to be vocal about it, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't nothing against the town. It just ain't for me. Okay. So, um, for people that never been to Lawton, Oklahoma, um, just just describe how it was growing up as a kid and some of the struggles and stuff you had to endure growing up as a kid, teenager, you know, in Lawton, Oklahoma. Um, there's nothing there to be amazed and bedazzled by, you know, so it was a lot of crime, you know what I'm saying? I always had a bigger vision, you know, I always been a reader. So for me, I was always very great at being um, a visualizer, you know what I'm saying? So in Lawton, I never saw, I could never get in tune with the visualization there. You know what I'm saying? I was never like, I could see myself just being here forever. You know what I'm saying? I always knew that I would be somewhere else. I didn't know where, you know, I prayed about coming to Texas and, you know, trying to do something, but I didn't know when that was going to happen. I didn't know what. So just being in Oklahoma, it's it's nothing there. It's nothing that makes you want to, just, you know, explore the different parts of life. So everybody that has gotten out of there and try to, you know, create something different, it's a blessing in many ways. You know, I always give my praise to God because that's how I got out of there, you know? It was just prayer and action. And then, you know, next thing I know, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not too much going there. The struggles was hard, you know, being Black in general, you know, being a Black kid, um, not really just feeling like you didn't have the support from a JIT, you know, because there's so much going on. You know, you got Black moms that deal with a lot on a daily basis, young mothers and things like that. My mom was a young mother. So as I got older, I got to understand, like, some of the circumstances I couldn't really control. So that's why I don't hold nothing against her, because I understand being a woman of my own. I don't have kids, but I understand that the things we went through, the things we had to endure, the things we had to see, the crime we had to witness every single day had nothing to do with her. It was just how it was set up. You know what I'm saying? So the struggle, the struggle part for me was just kind of being, uh, kind of trying not to be a product of the environment that I was in most of the time, you know, being young, nothing against young mothers, but you know, I, I grew up around a lot of young ladies that had kids at a young age, you know, I could never feel like I could handle that. So big ups to them for that. I could never handle it. But it was just things like that. Our environment, it wasn't set up for us to be what I'm what I'm chasing. You know what I'm saying? But they showed it to us. So if you got it, then you know, go for it. But it was it was hard going up there. It was tough at times. But my mom always made it look easy. Right. And uh yeah, kudos to you because like a lot of people uh get trapped in those small cities because it's like a uh crab in a bucket mentality like yeah yeah <laughs> soon as somebody start making a little progress they either get knocked off or they get caught up with a case or something you know just they pass unfortunately them or whatever it is you know unfortunately yeah so uh did you have a two-parent household and uh, any siblings well i have i got two little brothers um, and I have a sister that I love with all my heart. Everybody know that, <laughs> you know, and I got my older brother. Um, one of the main reasons why I even started rapping, you know what I'm saying? No two-parent household. My stepfather, um, somebody that I love, RP to him, you know what I'm saying? He was around a lot of the times, you know. Um, dad was kind of in and out or whatever. But even then, I don't hold it against him because you know, young father, you know what I'm saying? Young black father. So I always, my brother always tell me that I'm the more understanding sibling because I can kind of dissect who they were, you know, in the past is based off information I received. So 
I don't hold it against them, but I never had a two-parent household, but my mama made it look like it was a two-parent household because she held it down. That's why I never, if she asked for anything today, I would never not give it to her because she did everything she could. And that's why I feel like I'm comfortable enough to do what I'm doing right now. Okay. So uh, when you was a kid, what, what were some of the things you did as activities as a kid? You play any sports, things like that? Hey, hey everybody, everybody knows if I used to hoop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was something that now going back to my father, you know what I'm saying? That was something that he, he, he grew up a different way as well. So that's why I really couldn't hold a lot of things against him as I got older, because I realized how he grew up and, you know, if you ain't, if you not taught something and if you not given something as a child, you can't give it to your own kids. So as I got older and I learned that, I couldn't hold him at fault for that. But what I will say is the time that he put in uh, for me to be a good basketball player, him and my mama had their discrepancies, you know what I'm saying, which is why that didn't work out for me. But the time that he put in, the games that he made, and the morale as far as what that taught me playing ball, you know, I'll always respect him in that aspect because, you know, basketball is a team sport. You know, it's a lot of things that go on on the court that teaches you a lot of things in life, which is why I know my own kids will be, they will be in something, you know, to teach them the way of the world and that you need other people to succeed. You might not think you do. And I always feel like I'm by myself and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but there's people in place that help me, you know, become who I am and, and, and elevate me. You know what I'm saying? So I played basketball. Definitely. Um, that was, that was my main sport. That was about it. I hooped and I was a reader. I was a kid that read. I was one of them kids that would get under the cover when your mama say go to bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cut the lights off. Had that little flashlight up in there under the cover. Read. You're supposed to be asleep. So I didn't really, I didn't really get into too much shit. My mama was strict, so I didn't get to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to do nothing. I used to, me and her used to get into it all the time. So I wasn't really a a promiscuous uh, in a mixed kid. I was either at the gym or I was at home reading isolate myself <laughs> okay. you know what I'm saying so I didn't do too much okay so uh, did you have uh, anyone in your family uh, involved in the music business I had a lot of talent um the reason why I started rapping like I had mentioned was because of my older brother you know he he had a couple guys that he used to run with you know what I'm saying and they used to he he always say he was the first one. How Soulja Boy always say I'm the first one to be this that. He swear he was the first one on YouTube because they had this little rap group hard. You know what I'm saying? About 14 years ago, so he might have been the first one on YouTube. I don't know, but um, I remember I was about 10 years old, and I, I remembered him rapping, and I was like, um, you know, I want to do that. You're just so cool, like you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I was I was kind of nerdy. I was cute, but I was nerdy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I want to do that. And one day we sat at the table. I might have been under 10, actually. I could have been about seven or eight um, in the Heights, Sanders Heights. And he was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to write a song. He was super tough on Rakim. So we used a Rakim beat and then we wrote a song and I'll never forget it. You know, like that was my first time realizing like, dang, this is so fun. You know what I'm saying? This is something I want to do. So he was the, he was, he was the person that, that got me into rapping, but everybody loved music always. Like I say, though, product of your environment, resources, things of that nature, it, it it don't allow you to actually connect with with the people that can get you in positions to win. So that was just kind of like the the thing that made me say I got to get elsewhere so that I can be seen. You know, and I'm getting out of my shell now because everybody know. You know, I'm I always been super introverted. So this is this is a a, a profession. This is a change for me. This is different. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to be a people person in the um, music business as far as yeah. I'm, and everybody yeah. got to be your friend, but you got to talk to people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm very because of what I did for a living, I feel like that allowed me to be more comfortable with you know, uh character changes. You know what I'm saying? I can I can I can I can feel like I can talk to anybody in any room, you know what I'm saying? I can talk to a billionaire. I can talk to one of the old heads that we've seen forever on the street. You know what I'm saying? I can talk to anybody because of, because of what I used to do. 
So I don't feel like me communicating or me talking to anybody or connecting with anybody with the issue because it's all about rapport. You know what I'm saying? And how you connect. Okay. So, um, so your brother, uh, inspired you to be a rapper. So like, as far as like, you know, music is a big part of life. Everybody use music, you know, listen to, you know, music when they going through things, things like that. So, right. so who was some of your favorite, uh, music artists growing up and who you look to look up to in the uh, music industry? Man, everybody know that, uh, Nicki Minaj is definitely somebody that, it's just a huge motivator because when you look at the old videos and you see the rawness, you know what I'm saying? You see that um, she just was who she was authentically, you know, didn't have to fake the funk and shit like that. Um, that's somebody that, because I'm 26, you know what I'm saying? That was somebody that I can say that I paid attention to, you know what I'm saying? Because she was on TV. Like when I'm, when I'm 15, you know, maybe a little younger, you know, Nikki was just coming out, so she was one of them people that I could look at like, dang, you know, she go hard and she was spitting too, you know what I'm saying, as a female. So I say her um, for that era, I'm an old head, so you gotta, you kind of gotta, I sing too, so I gotta give credit to Lauren Hill. You know, a lot of people say her just because she's authentically who she is, you know what I'm saying, a black woman that went through the trials, but, you know, overcame the trials, still made great music, so nobody could deny her. My daddy used to listen to Planet Rock and all them niggas. So, of course, I know who they is. I've really, really been listening to uh, Tupac and them heavy, Snoop Dogg, because of the 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 rawness in the performances. Like, his House of Blues performance, just death row in general. You know what I'm saying? Just all of that. But I, I, I can't really say that there's too many influences because I feel like I influence myself most of the time. Because, like I said, I, I'm not really tapped into a lot of shit. And I love music, but I love R and B. So it's not many too. It's not too many rappers in the mix of that. Um, but I like the aggression of YB, and I love Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? I love them. You know, I love them. So I can't. If 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 I had to pick influencers, I would just say those two people because that's who I listen to the most. Okay. So um, as far as your rap name, like, uh, are you Diamond? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, where did you get that from? And are you going to keep it the same? Uh, that I was honestly going over that with um, one of my partners the other day in this shit. Because I was telling him, um, should I change my name? You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I should change my name. You know, it depends on the label. You know what I'm saying? In the future, I'm speaking that into existence because I just feel like with the determination and drive that I have, it's going to come a time, you know what I'm saying? But to Diamond, for me, is just my name and who I think I am, you know what I'm saying? It's me and who I think I am. I shine, you know, so I shine. I'm, it's a rarity, you know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I even went with that name, because I was like, I feel like this is who I am, you know? And I wasn't finna kind of, I wasn't finna, uh, I wasn't finna do everything else that I feel like some people do. They'll pick, they'll pick a, a part of something that's already been created and then just add their name to it and things like that. I didn't want to be the person that did that. So if it don't flash or stand out to anybody else, that's cool. It'll come down to the label one day if they feel like it needs to be changed. Okay. So uh, when was your first time actually uh, being in an uh, official recording studio? Oh man, so Malik Atkinson, and I gotta mention his name in this because we used to we used to work together. You know what I'm saying? We used to work together. Um, and I was I always loved people that did music. So when we worked together and I was listening to the music, I'm name dropping because I want everybody to succeed, you know. I know I know people are gonna see this and I feel like the people that Feel like they've been grinding so long because he's been doing music longer than me you know what I'm saying and I'm sure that he want to break as well you know what I'm saying and he just waiting on that time but when he pop he gonna pop but it's like we was we was at uh at work showed me a song he was like man I think you should get on this this would be hard he already had his verses and then I was like shit kind of scared you know but this was me singing this wasn't me rapping and I was like okay um 
I get on there, you know, whatever. I was like, who you go to? Um, he mentioned a gentleman named Future that does a lot of uh, recording in Oklahoma, you know. And I went, great guy, you know, very professional. Um, and that was when I got on my first, so the very first time I even got into a studio and felt comfortable and was like, okay, I can probably do this, was when I went to Future Studio with Malik. And uh, he was just like, yeah, get on this song. It sounds so hard. Got done with the song. Great song. Went home, showed it to my mama, you know, who she was dealing with at the time. And it was like, yeah, you know, this is a great song. And at that time, it just wasn't the confidence. And like I say, I was still in Oklahoma, Lawton, Oklahoma at that. So I didn't feel like, um, I was feeling like I was kind of outgrowing that. A couple of years later, I moved. But that was the first time. It was the first time a couple of years ago. Probably mm-hmm. like seven years ago okay so are are you more of a writer or a freestyler both because i can write you know i can write every song that you've heard every song that i put out i wrote it but because of where i come from we used to just rap you know what i'm saying we used to be outside in the, in the hood they got the little green things that look like the goddamn uh air things you know what i'm saying like they be at the parks the little green things we would all go out there we would rap you know, you rapping with your cousins and stuff like that. You just freestyling. You at school on at lunch and shit, waiting to go to fourth hour. You rapping. So we was we was freestyling. So I got I had to get myself out of the freestyle mentality because I can freestyle, but I realized in order to get to the next level and tap into what I'm trying to tap into for me, I had to write. You know, I know they do the ghostwriter thing, and that that might be a thing in the future because I never deny anybody else's talent, especially if you think that I can be an asset to what you already putting out into the universe. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just write right now. Everything I put out, I want to write it so that I can I can say I wrote it because you never know what the opportunities will be later on. You know, I could be rapping right now, but I can be a writer later. So I'm honing that right now. Okay. So uh, how how often do you record? I'm actually going to the studio tomorrow. Shout out to Trillico in <laughs> Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Cole. Um, I'm actually going. I've, I've been recording a lot lately. So let's just say um, after the traction that I got from Bag Talk, everything intensified. You know what I'm saying? Everything intensified. But um, prior to that, because of the industry I was in, I, it, it was a time deficiency. So I wasn't have I didn't have the time to go record when I was recording. It would be eight to seven work day, and then it would be eight thirty to twelve or one o'clock. You know, trying to get into the studio and then do it all over. So I kind of had to I had to choose. So that's why I got out of that industry because I was like I can't keep doing uh, 16, 17, 18 hour days and then trying to go hustling. You know, make my money. So um, yeah. Okay. So uh, how many um, um, projects do you have out right now? And uh, have you done any shows yet? So I actually got, uh, I based off of the song, the song that I just put out, I've gotten a lot of offers for shows today um, and yesterday. So in the future, there'll be shows. But since, since this all just happened so fast, since it's so soon, it's only about a week into this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I haven't necessarily done any shows yet, but the offers and everything is there. So I already kind of got two shows already in the making right now. So it's just about the time, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no shows yet, no shows yet. You know what I'm saying? And the music, as far as the music, as far as what I have out, um, I got four songs so far. Um, I got some other music, unreleased music, um, but the ones that I like the most are already out. And I, I kind of be hard on myself and I'm all, I'm, I'm low key mad because I let them talk me into putting pop my shit out and I didn't want to just yet. But I feel like in order to keep the intensity going, I got to put out everything that I'm capable of. I'm capable of the club music. I'm capable of the hard shit. And it's going to be an album where I'm singing on there. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of different things to look forward to. Okay. So everybody just got to stay tuned. Um, I name some of the songs that's currently out right now. Okay, so I got uh, Pop My Shit on all platforms. Y'all know that just dropped. It Girl, one of my favorites. Um, Bag Talk is about to be out. And then I got No Capping. And No Capping is it's, 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 it's borderline Pop My Shit because, you know what I'm saying, No Capping is one of them songs where 
you know, you it's it, you 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 not capping by who you is. You know what I'm saying? So tread lightly. You know, in in other words, but them is them is my favorite ones right there. Okay. So uh, describe the music scene in your city, where you from, and uh, and the collaborations. Like, do a lot of artists collab back home where you from, and then um, describe that versus like where you live at now. I think, um, I think, like I say, Lawton has so much talent. You know what I'm saying? So much talent, and it was a lot of people there that inspired me to rap as well. You know what I'm saying? Just based off of the people that I was connected with and who I used to kick it with back in the day. Um, it's I feel like it was just kind of clicky, you know, because it's just different sides of town. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not anything that they want to happen. That's just the circumstance. So um, I don't know if there's too much collaboration. The females out there that rap, you know, pretty good females. Um, I haven't seen from the ones that I know, I haven't really seen them collab too much. Not saying it won't happen in the near future, but um, it's a lot of it's a lot of talent out there. Um, but it's just kind of divided, and it's so much crime going on to where you know you don't really know who to trust and things like that. So it's very it's very um, tough, and I feel like the artists that are there they probably just kind of doing their own thing and they working their own angles in different places. Versus here, um, just based off of what I've seen in the Dallas area. Um, a lot of people, um, RP to Mo3, you know what I'm saying? I, I love Mo3, you know, um, but I feel like even though there's things that happen there with certain artists, I still feel like they're going to lock in with each other. You know what I'm saying? They're going to lock in with each other and they're going to come together and they're going to create something because it's about the city. It's, it's bigger than just um, you as a person. You know what I'm saying? We, we doing this to change lives. We here to to make people uh, buy into what we're talking about, but also shape their mentality so that they can be better people, you know? So that's why I, I love the, the, the music scene in Dallas because it's it makes me feel like, okay, you know, even though it's not perfect, you know what I'm saying? Because there are things that do happen. Everybody that I've linked up with, just seeing who they link up with, whether they're from something else or whatever, whatever, it's almost like the Tupac and uh, Snoop Dogg situation. You know what I'm saying? We in the same place. So it's like, let's collab. Let's put something out fire because it's just going to be good for the city and us in general. So that I feel like that's the difference. It's so small there in Oklahoma and uh, they don't really have the resources or the trust because what you what you putting your trust in? You know what I'm saying? What are you putting your trust in? We just working. But at the same time, you know, what are we working towards? I haven't seen anything that's going to um, expand my mind in a way to make me feel like uh, I'm working towards something. If I'm here and I don't have a visual, that's why it's important to travel and see things. Whether you go to Atlanta, LA, Miami, you don't even have to go out of the country, but you just need to have a visual of something outside of what you've seen your whole life to know that it's possible to be in grasp of that. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely respect Oklahoma and what they're doing and well, a lot in Oklahoma, because I can't speak for Oklahoma City and Tulsa and all those places because they're a little bigger, but where I'm from, you know. Okay. So uh what's some artists that you work with so far and uh what artists you plan on working with in the future? Um, well, I know I'm gonna work with my cousin. He's an artist. I'm not gonna really uh I'm not really gonna give any uh professional names simply because I want to I want to uh allow that to to come to me I want them to want to work with me because that's how I want to present myself you know what I'm saying I want to present myself as uh, a hard-working person who's just you know in the industry and I want to create with you but I want you to see me you know because you obviously already have what you think you need as far as the cloud the record label behind you all this stuff like that or even if you a smaller artist with more followers than me you know what I'm saying I want you to contact me and feel like you see something in me. So the big names were just to be announced on that one. Um, but Gennaro, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to him. One of the, one of the, the, I tell him all the time, I'm like, you like a mini Kanye to me because mm -hmm. nope, nope. It's like people know you, but the way you handle in business is 
the way you handle in business. So we already we already locked in with each other. Then of course my cousin One K Kells, um, Neo Soul Child is in my bio. That's uh, G's cousin. You know what I'm saying? Smooth had a lot. You know he locked up right now, uh, sadly, but you know he'll be out. Um, that's another cousin of my homeboy. Um, I would love to work with him because he had a song called Reflect that popped super hard in the city that was just that just went crazy. So I would do some work with him. It's a couple females that 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 I feel like I could do some work with. You know, we would just have to tap in with each other. But with females, it's a little different because <laughs> females kind of got some hateration in their souls. So when I'm doing this to let them know that I'm welcoming, you know what I'm saying? So despite what you may think. If you want to do a song, just inbox me because it ain't going to be, you know, nothing. But I'm focused on family right now. I'm trying to get it with my family. So all my family members, my cousin Butter do music too. My cousin Jeff, uh, he he's a great videographer. He just don't know it yet. You know, he done did a lot of shit. So those are the people that I'm focused on. I'm not focused on anybody else that's uh, that that's already got, got a name for themselves. I want them to focus on us. Okay. So for anybody that never um, listened to your music before, kind of describe uh, what type of music you make. I think I make turn up music because Bag Talk is definitely a strip club song. You know what I'm saying? And that was on the spurt. Like That was on the spurt because I went to the studio, just linked up with the gentleman that I met. And he was like, just go in there. You know what I'm saying? Just say something. I'm I'm trying to get a feel for your voice. You know what I'm saying? So when I met him, that was on the spur of the moment, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely feel like that's a go. Um, so I think I made club bangers. I can get deep if I want to. You know, I'm a very diverse artist. It just depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, and I think that's what's special about me because if I feel like singing, I'm going to sing. And if I want to rap and just be mad aggressive, you know what I'm saying, and just just feel like the world against me because, you know, we all had our moments, then I'm going to put out something like Pop My Shit. It girl, you know what I'm saying? They all different. If you listen to all the songs, all three songs is different. So I'm very diverse. So I don't want to just categorize myself because I, I could be making rock music in a year. <laughs> so um describe the buzz. Um, like when you first start, you know, putting out these songs in your city and versus where you stay at right now, describe the uh feedback that you've been getting as far as like your music is concerned. Great feedback. Great. Yeah, because I know, like, you know, when you put something out, it's like, you know, you can know it's good, but it's always, it gives you that reassurance when you have people tapping in with you on social media or coming up to you in person, be like, hey, I listened to your song. This was hard. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I didn't, uh, so I haven't been in public yet to get the fans. But they there because I got I got a lot of platforms and I know I know when somebody see me, they're probably gonna talk about it because people fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? But all I remember is I went, I posted a video, woke up, and it was going stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um Gennaro, I keep mentioning him because if it wasn't for him, I'm telling you, I was at the house. This is this is one of my closest, this like family to me. So we over there, we bobbing. Uh, he we sitting on the couch or whatever he doing what he doing I'm vibing on my phone he like bro why you don't just put e-girl out that was the first one I put out on my Instagram he's like why you want just put it out I'm sleeping on the song you know what I'm saying I'm like no nah, I don't think it's right time right now people ain't gonna do this people ain't gonna do that he get mad at me you know what I'm saying to the point <laughs> to where it's like bro just put it out like you know what could happen so we came up with a, a marketing plan and you know I put it out people liked it so it was like you rap so then I come back from Dallas I get I get back to my city you know where I stay at now and I'm at home I'm writing a song and I'm like man I'm finna put bag talk out you know what I'm saying I'm like I'm just put bag talk out so I put it out went crazy mm. you know what I'm saying and, and even back home you know what I'm saying in in Lawton you know it's, it's people that's not gonna really you know fuck with it because it's just based off of life it's the experiences you're not you know you might have fallouts with people and and things don't go as planned, or you might have some issues with people just based off of how life works in general. But for the most part, I feel like people tapped in, and you seen that from the views that that was on the, the on the podcast, Aaron. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, people seen it. 
Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of shares, you know, and I feel like it is people supporting me there. You know what I'm saying? E- even if it's not all of them, it's, it's some there that, that do fuck with me. Okay. So uh, what are some things you like doing when you're not uh, recording? Sleeping. <laughs> I, okay, so I feel like I'm the... Okay, so I don't even want to say this, but I feel like I'm the most sleepiest person ever. Like, I was just complaining to my mom on the phone earlier. Like, mom, everything is happening so fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much going on. I just want to sleep. Got to get up early tomorrow to go there and record and do this and that. Then got a showcase on Saturday. So I just, I, I feel like I chill for the most part. You know, I like to drink. You know, I like to, I like to be cool. You know, I'm a very, I'm a very introverted woman. I like to, I like to be in the presence of my own home. Um, it's only spurts where I decide that I want to go out and I want to be on the scene and then borderline be regretting it because I'm like I could have been at home doing this I drink at home you know I kick it at home I vibe at home listen to my music I'm a reader like I said prior to um, and now I'm a rapper you know so it's a it's a I just like to be in tune with myself and, and, and what's going on with me I don't really be wanting to worry about nobody else and what they doing so I feel like when I do get to the point that I'm that I'm reaching, it's gonna be the same thing. When I had that free time, I'm either want to be with family, the ones that I really you know love the most, or I'm gonna just be vibing and, and enjoying my own energy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you stay. That's how you stay alive. You know, that's how you stay out the way. So yeah, I'm not too interesting, but I definitely, I definitely like to, uh, I definitely like to hoop. So when I can do that, I do that. You know what I said? <laughs> yeah, I still, uh, I ain't played in about six months. It's, it's been a while. I ain't been, uh, I played a lot when I first got out the Army, and then it, I kind of slowed down a little bit. I ain't played since, like, February. Yeah, no, nah, I be, yeah, it's like that. It's like that, you know, <laughs> and I've been feeling bad because I ain't been able to, you know, because it's been so much going on. But I don't know, I think I'd be, like, not necessarily like J. Cole, the artist, but I feel like it's going to come a time where I'm going to do music, but they're going to see me in the gym and they're going to be like, oh my God, that's the dime machine, the gym play. I'll be that person. Oh, yeah. I'll be that person. She can hoop like that. Yeah, I didn't even know she could hoop on God. Like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, for real. So what, what is your short and long-term goals as far as your uh, music career? I want to go to the max. I feel like um, I feel like the sky's the limit, you know. For short term, it's more social and show wise fan base. It's, it's very uh, uh, it's very and more music. You know what I'm saying? For me, the the music that's out right now, good music. You know, love my music, and just based off of what people saying, I feel like they'll love it too. I just need a bigger audience. But um, the short term goal is just to. Uh, get more music out there so people can can see that I'm diverse but then also um, just do more shows because I feel like in videos you know visuals you know that's my short-term goal I want to have every song I do I want to do a video to it so that people can can feel it because that's that's where you gain your audience from when they when they put a face to the music long-term goal I want to just I want to max out in the industry you know I want to do everything. I want to write. I want to sing. I want to be around people that that can elevate me, but also know, okay, don't sleep on me either because, you know, I've had my fair share of experiences in life as well. I've connected with a lot of people as well. So you could teach me something. I, I'm grateful for that. But just know that you're dealing with somebody that's very intelligent as well. So um, just know that you can gain something from me as well. So the long term is the sky's the limit. Jay-Z ain't put a limit on what his long-term goal was. You see where he at, you know? So I just want to be able to tap into whatever I can and just maximize it for my family. Okay. So uh, say, for instance, you you caught, like, a lot of mainstream traffic, got a big uh, fan base, but you're still independent. But uh, But you got the label deal offers on the table but you're still doing good as an independent artist. Like you're doing just as much as the people that signed to a major, but you just don't have that machine behind you. So would you, uh, 
would you mind staying independent or would you sign to a major if it made sense? It depends on how they're trying to finesse me. Because I know I understand the business logic. I know everything is a business. You know what I'm saying? And maybe finesse ain't the right word, but it just depends on what they put out um, and what they offer me. Because if I'm if I'm already doing everything that I can and I'm getting compensated for that, um, it would be no reason to do that. Unless, and like you said, you want the major push. The goal is the label, you know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to work with what I want, what I wanted to work like for, you know what I'm saying? The ownership part of that would have to be discussed. The royalties would have to be discussed. You know, just the, just the main things that a lot of people aren't knowledgeable about would have to be discussed for me to be like, okay, I can do this. You know, I can, I can mess with y'all. Cause I love what the labels do. I love what they do. You know what I'm saying? But I also, you hear the good and the bad with the labels. So you never really know. But then being independent, Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? Young Dolph, you know, Mo3. And maybe they were signed, like they probably had like lightweight labels behind them, but it was simple shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing that uh, that that was too crazy to where they didn't have c- control over themselves. I don't want to be controlled. We controlled every day, you know? So I feel like for me, it would just depend on what, what uh, the offer would be from, you know, said label or how big I become as an independent artist. Because if I'm independent and I'm doing everything I can on my own, you know, and I got the fan base and I'm, my family is taken care of because that's everybody's goal, I feel like I would be okay. You know, the major label is just saying that you signed to them and then, uh, you know, you're getting the money and things like that, the push, you know, but what else can y'all do for me? Can y'all actually be family members Cause I'm not looking, I'm not looking for just business partners. I want people around me that can be there for me when I'm when I'm having a a, a meltdown or some shit, or I feel like I'm upset and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? People that can meet my family and we can trust. You. Can you can you can you go to a label? Do the label uh do the do the owner of the label know your mama? Do they got a relationship? You know what I'm saying? I want people around me like that. So staying independent keeps me in that lane i'm okay with it but the money got to be right though for me to stay independent okay. yeah. but i definitely want a major label to reach out just for the clout because <laughs> you know you <laughs> always want somebody to push you you know what i'm saying but everything has to align yeah i think uh a lot of uh things that artists fail to uh do when they do get traction is um uh, they would have a fan base, you know, they put a couple singles out and they go viral. And then when the labels start coming, you know, they don't do their due diligence in, uh, with these deals. Like they be, I mean, I can't speak on everybody's situation because they might be messed up. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what their financial situation looks like, but as far as, uh, just uh the contracts you know what i'm saying like i feel like everybody should get an entertainment lawyer you know what i'm saying and have them look over that contract at least once before you just sign something because once you sign something and then you see it all the time like a year down down the line they complaining about the contract once they albums and stuff start doing good but right uh, well one thing i'm gonna stick i'm gonna speak from the other side too because there's one thing that I don't agree with that some people, some artists is kind of spoiled with. Like, this artist, they, they gave you an opportunity. You don't got the millions. You know, you, you're making the money off the shows, things like that, got the endorsements. But then just because the contract situation ain't right or you still owe them like an album or whatever, you bash them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't really agree with that because in business, I mean, you don't really have to renegotiate a contract. If they do, that's cool and that's solid, but they don't have to do it. And it's not nothing personal. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just that uh, I just think sometimes in some situations, I'm not saying all situations, some artists will be bashing people at the label and they gave them opportunity, you know what I'm saying, for them to get where they are now. And uh, right. I don't think a lot of people talk about that. They always just look at the artist side. But 
Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that it's always, you know, it's always a reason behind what they do as well as, you know, everybody's in it for themselves. And it's, it, it always sucks to come to realization in that way, because you know that it's always, uh, it's not necessarily a motive, but you just know that everybody has their own end goal when making a connection. So maybe, maybe in the artist's shoes, you know, they, like you said, they, they might feel a little sense, a sense of entitlement, or maybe we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe when they, when they get there, it's not everything that they need, or they're not having the push that they need, or maybe the label didn't know that the artist wasn't what they thought they were. You know what I'm saying? So it's always, it's always different scenarios in those situations. So that's why I don't ever judge because when we on the outside looking in, we just opinion, we just, we form an opinion. We're not necessarily in a mix to gain a more accurate and factual opinion. All right. So uh, what's some things you got coming up for 2022 and uh, beginning 2023, like upcoming projects or anything you got going on? Chad, I'm planning on, uh, I almost wanted to be announced to you, but since we all here, um, I'm planning on dropping more songs. I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all kind of, uh, be on the outside looking in with, the, with the album, because I can't tell y'all if it's coming or not. I just want to drop it on y'all. And, and it's just going to be like, dang, bro, she dropped the album. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, if, if anybody knows the steps to an artist, they'll, 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 uh, they'll mark my moves. You know what I'm saying? They'll know my moves. I just do it when the time comes. Um, but as far as 2022, I'm going to just be grinding, getting some of these videos out, um, you know, putting more traction to the pages and uh, make sure everybody's streaming everything and, and you know, just taking the, the organic feedback in uh, for me. You know, so no matter what nobody say, whether they think it's good, trash, whether they say I could be a better vocalist or whatever, it's all going to be constructive criticism and it's just going to motivate me. So it's just grind time right now. That's all it is. Okay. Um, is it um, uh, anything else you want the uh, people to know that I, I probably didn't cover? And, uh, and after that, just let people know how to find you on social media and things like that. Um, no, I just, I want to make sure, um, that everybody knows this is different for me, but I've always done it. So if there's something that you always done that you're scared to tap into because you're scared of how people might perceive you, just do it. And I had to learn that, you know, and sometimes you have to be pushed. So if you're not around somebody that's going to push you to be the best version of yourself, get away from them. You know what I'm saying? But when you get away from them, don't hold grudges to those people that you thought had your back in a way that the people that's been in front of you this whole time had, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just never sleep on yourself. You know, that's how I feel. Never sleep on yourself. Always know that you are capable of everything you can because everything that you feel like you are, because you can do whatever you want to do. You know, we are who we are in, in, in this world, you know, so you gotta you gotta go out there and you gotta go get it. Don't ever wait for nothing. Um, so just keep grinding. You know, I'm always give y'all something positive. But as far as where you can find me at, uh, the only thing I want to give out right now uh, is my Instagram. Um, you can find me on YouTube. My Instagram is uh, to Diamond with two Ds, just because they wouldn't let me put the one uh, because they said it was taken, but I couldn't find it. You know what I'm saying? But it's to Diamond. Uh, and then on that's Instagram to Domino Instagram, and then on um YouTube, you can find me as to Domin on YouTube. Type in pop my shit, bag talk, whatever. But to Domin shit pop up. But just make sure y'all follow me and stay tapped in, and um, you know, tap in with the podcast and everything like that because this is only the beginning, and I'm appreciative for Eric for even reaching out and wanting me to be a part of this. Um, because it's just a great thing, you know. So I'm excited. So y'all follow me on IG. Okay. Spotify, Apple Music, <laughs> to Diamond. <laughs> so, uh, uh, one last question. So, uh, what do you want to be uh, known for as a person and as a uh, music artist? My authenticity. You know, because I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna fake the funk. Um, 
so many things have transpired in my life and I decided to be open because you're not really who you're destined to be if you're not really walking in into you know your true purpose and your true self so when you see something when you hear something it's gonna be real you know what I'm saying um I think that there's a lot of uh a lot of different perceptions on the internet. It's a lot of people that feel like they have to be somebody that they're not because we are still finding ourselves, especially if you're my age, you know, if you're in your 20s, even younger, even down the line, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I didn't talk to 40 year olds that still kind of pinpoint who they are. So with me, just know that I'm going to be super transparent with my fan base and you're going to get to know everything about me because I'm doing this to just motivate y'all to just be who y'all destined to be, who you want to be and not be scared of anything because I didn't endure a lot of different trials, but I always stood on 10 and I ain't never been scared. So they just going to know I'm real and that every message I put out is going to be a message that's going to make you a better person at the end of the day. So that's why you should listen because you're going to be different after you listen. Right. So, um, this concludes uh today's uh podcast episode. I appreciate you uh coming on the show. And uh like I tell everybody, you know, uh anytime you wanna um uh you got something that you need to put out or you know what I'm saying, a platform to speak on, you hit me up anytime. And uh I don't just do interviews, I talk about like real life stuff too, because uh that's yeah. the reason I started a podcast just to, you know, dialogue about real life stuff that I think people come across in their everyday lives, whether that be fake friends, child support, things like that. So, man, you already know, man, I'm the experience for everything, but I ain't got no <laughs> hatred in my heart. You feel me? No hatred in my heart for nobody that was a part of this process and everybody that was a part of this. I love you, whether you hurt me or you love me back. I fuck with y'all. <laughs> yeah, so y'all always gotta keep your enemies close. Keep them close, man. And when they far away, shit, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But just keep it over there, though. Don't bring it over here. <laughs> All right. And uh, this concludes today's episode. Uh, I'm gonna, um, when it's uh, July. Yeah, yeah, this is dropping on July 11th because I got okay. two more. Yeah, I got yeah two more episodes that dropped before this. Right. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's on a Monday. I only drop on Mondays at twelve o'clock noon in the middle of the day. So already, well, I appreciate you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. You gonna hey, this video gonna get you where you need to be sooner or later. Watch down the line. Promise you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I've been going crazy lately. I ain't. Um, I got so many guests lined up this week. It's crazy. Good, good. I, I wish that for you, and I pray that for you, man. So this is this isn't just about me and you. This is bigger than us, you know. So I'm glad we get to uplift each other in this way. So I appreciate you for real. All right. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it, and uh, I'll just conclude today episode. I'm about to stop recording.